getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, good morning with Jamie Litt and Jeff McGuire and Chuck Hines. We'll have high school football on the air for you tonight. Coronado and Abilene Cooper. Uh, that'll be on uh, Oldies 97.7 today. Uh, that should be a 345 start time. With a 4 o'clock kickoff. 3, 3.30. 3.30. Okay, 3.30 kick. Excuse me, 4 o'clock kick, 3.30 broadcast time. Uh, Coronado and Abilene Cooper <clears throat> over at Lowry Field today. And then uh, later on tonight, it's a homecoming for Lubbock Cooper. They'll take on Wichita Falls Rider. It's a, that, that is no homecoming game. I mean, it's not like, that ain't no, you know, fill-in-the-blank school from, you know, you know, the sticks that, you know, have basically 12 players coming in and you're going to feel good about your homecoming and have a good homecoming dance and stuff like that. They don't do the homecoming. Do they do the homecoming dance still? Did they do the homecoming dance at Friendship? I don't think there's a dance at Friendship. Um, my, kids have, my kids have not gone if there is. Okay. All right. I think they just go to the football game. No mums or anything around laying around. Oh, there's there. plenty of mums. Okay. <laughs> man, I, I'm like the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Because your kids don't want mums? My, 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 my oldest is a senior and I think we've I think we made it through without paying for a single mom. Wasn't the guy supposed to pay for the mom? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Or then don't you have to buy him a garter or something? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, garter versus mom. I mean, I'm buying garter all day long, right? I I guess. Yeah, probably so. I I mean, but we haven't had to buy any of that. Well, that's. And the younger one doesn't seem like she'd have any kind (laughs) of interest in that. Not right now, right? Yeah. Uh, That's just not her style. That's not her style. Yeah. That's not her style. <laughs> you do teach him how to smile, right? I don't think she will allow any guy to look like I've claimed this one. Okay, wow. <laughs> okay. I feel sorry for that young that young lad. Man, that I... just means the one that finally does will be extra special. Yeah. Because she won't mind that she's been claimed. She'll be looking for one just like Dad. Tough customer. <laughs> she wants to find well, one that, just that like might, Dad. That might be a long search. <laughs> you, you are you are certainly cut out. I'm of... not one of a kind because she's just like me. <laughs> no, right. She is my twin. <laughs> So we'll have uh, Lubbock Cooper and Wichita Falls Rider tonight on 100.7 The Score, 6.30 the broadcast time, 7 o'clock kick from the Pirates' place. And then tonight from Abilene, uh, Friendship uh, takes on Abilene High School, 6.30 the broadcast time, 7 o'clock play-by-play. A reminder on any of these uh, games, you can uh, listen to them over the air, uh, Oldies 97.7 or the Oldies 97.7 app, Uh, same thing with uh, 100.7 the score and double t 97.3 and god knows i mean technology immigrant here if i can do it um anybody can so i feel like uh i feel like that that's a pretty easy deal open the app and push at the button yeah that's pretty much well i mean just to download it simple. just to go to the app store and then download it and then go to it and then hit the button did you get all your apps on your new phone i do i think you got them all uh, yeah. Okay. I think so. That was something I worried about when you were getting your new phone. No, I, I know. I, I There's so many things that I, and, and I, I persevered through everything, and I don't think I had any, I don't think I had any missteps. I think I got everything um, switched over. Okie dokie. Okay. I'm about to like, just go complete nerd on you. Did mm-hmm. you get the, the Galaxy 22? Is that what you got? I, I got the latest and greatest. Of course. Jamie, we're in trouble. I think I just bought the same phone Chuck has. <laughs> 
and it's coming in on Monday. Okay. I'm going to have to go return. Is it an Android? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I, that's, uh, I'm not buying the other one anymore. Uh, King Craig says, this best chocolate shake ever is a sh- chocolate cake shake from Portalis in sh- Chicago. Okay. Those are very good. The chocolate cake shake. Those are very, very you know, good. Uh, I've had a chocolate cake shot, but I've not had a chocolate cake shake. Those are pretty good, too. The chocolate cake shake. The Two shot. completely different ways of enjoying your evening. <laughs> yes. Uh, get this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line off the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, our man in Vernon going to the Bacon Celebration in Ooh. Vernon today. Ooh. Renamed Bacon City for today. Bacon Ooh. City for 100 years has been home for Wright Bacon. Food truck competition dedication of a downtown pavilion concert downtown and there's a painted strip of bacon on the street hashtag all things bacon does that sound like something you'd go to sign me up you know i've not had one of these in quite some time but i'll bet at this bet from one of those food trucks you could get yourself a blt i've not had a good blt would you do you like the blt uh, I don't really care for the lettuce or the tomato. Okay. <laughs> but I love a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon in it. Okay. All right. And I'm I'm uh I'm I'm not really down with the grilled cheese. Um but um but I'm I would I'd eat your lettuce and your tomato and you could have my grilled cheese. Sounds like Or we a, could just you could just order a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon and I would just order a BLT. There you and go. We, we'd be mm-hmm. we'd be happy happy as a lark. Uh, 621 this morning here on the morning drive. What's your confidence factor tomorrow? Texas Tech and North Carolina State. Uh, probably about a four. Okay. So that would be 40%. That's right. <laughs> four, out of, four out of 10 or 40 out of 100 or sure. 40%, right? No, not four out of 100. Just four, yeah, four, four out of 10. Yeah, four 40 out of, out of 100, 40%. Yeah. 40%. What? What's the one thing that you think they got to do tomorrow? Um, I, I mean, I, this is probably one of those, um, you got to do this every game, but I, I think I'll go with, not stop, but you're, you, if you're going to have a chance, you got to slow down that run game. Okay. Because the first thing that comes to my mind is protect the quarterback. And you could say that about every game too. Yeah, that's fair. Or, or give, him, give him some time. Uh, to do what he needs to do, uh, Donovan Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, this might be a cop out answer. Play better than you did against Houston across the board. If you play like you did against Houston, I think if you play like you did against Houston on defense, you got a shot. Mm-hmm. Not on offense and special teams, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So, th- those, oh, maybe it's just those two guys that need to play better than they did against mm-hmm. Houston. And in some cases, significantly better than you did against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I, I think um, play really good against Houston. Play really play a lot better than you did against Houston. Okay, I think there were times when you played good. I think there were times when I do too. I you, do too. That that was. Um, I, I mean, overall, I thought there were flashes of really good stuff. And and we talked about it by by guys that earlier in the game played poorly, 
but uh, found a way to get it done. It's just, um, and I just go back to I, I, if if you can't protect your quarterback, so something that you've pointed out here, then mm-hmm. it's you're going to lead to it's going to lead to you know sacks. So you're playing behind the chains, and you're in second fourteen, and it's going to lead to quick decisions by your quarterback. That you know sometimes quick decisions lead to bad decisions and lead to turnovers and it's going to lead to you not being able to you know throw the ball down the field um, because you don't have enough time to you know to to let your your quarterback survey the defense and look for a receiver to get open so it just changes what you do so much Mm -hmm. it's such a big part of the game so i i think that your point is is a good one here and that and, and it is you have to do it in every game no doubt but when you're Going from last game to this game, I mean, that's the area that you have to see the most improvement. Yeah, some uh, some of the offensive line. Uh, Donovan Smith, the Tech quarterback, was on Red Raider football with Joey McGuire last night. And uh, he was asked, Chris Lovell asked him about fourth and 20. And he said, he wasn't thinking too much. He said, he said I'm just thinking about my reads. And then, the, you know, with the play, he goes, I realized there was too much pressure. Got to get out of there. He said, JB was open. And the other receivers ran their routes. And and that helped, and that helped too. Um, so, uh, you know, just it sounded sounds like he is somewhat unflappable. At least that's the early the early read that I have on him. Unflappable. No, okay, I, I like that. I I mean, I think there were definitely some times where he was, you know, bothered by the pressure and made some mm-hmm. bad decisions because of it. But I think that's every quarterback. Yeah. yeah. He said uh, on the last play where he scored the touchdown, he was doing the reads. He stepped up. He said a hole opened up, and he said to himself, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. I ain't, ain't got to go home, but I'm not staying here. He said "He said his dad told him it wasn't the prettiest, but a win is a win. <laughs> I'll take it. All Absolutely. Recapping right. yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Today is the 16th day of December, September, the ACC's. And here with this day in sports history is Jeff McGuire. We missed the day in September that should have sparked something for us. What's that? With Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, it's coming up. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. We've, okay. We've, we've not missed it yet. Okay. I'm not going to let you miss that. Okay, I'm just, I, I was worried we did. Uh, 1924, mm-hmm. uh, St. Louis Cardinals future baseball Hall of Fame first baseman Jim Bot- Bottomley sets a Major League Baseball all-time single-game RBI record of 12 in a 17-3 route of the Brooklyn Robins at Ebbets Field. 1951, U.S. National League umpire Frank Draskill Clears the Dodgers bench, ejecting 15 players. <laughs> what they what they do? I Love bet it. they were arguing balls and strikes from the dugout without mm-hmm. going into a big deep, like he, yelling he, at the umpire. There was probably something said. He didn't know exactly who said it. Nobody would take ownership. So he said, all right, all of you boys, get out. <clears throat> well, it'd be hard to have any reserves then, wouldn't it? It sure would. <laughs> <laughs> who calls the bullpen then? Is a bull uh, like a... Like if the bullpen calls the dugout, hey, you want to get anybody? The phone's just ringing. That's just that's right. <laughs> 1953 did not know this. The American League approved St. Louis Browns move to Baltimore to become the Orioles. 
That St. Louis has had a hard time hanging on to teams. Um, I need to give a, a very quick correction from Mike Gustafson. That's Sonny Jim to you, sir, or pal. So uh, my apologies, Gus. Going back to the St. Louis Cardinal player. Mm. Uh, 1960, Milwaukee Braves future Hall of Fame pitcher Warren Spahn no hits the Philadelphia Phillies 4 nothing at County Stadium. 1973, Buffalo's O.J. Simpson rushes for a then-record 250 yards in Buffalo's 31-13 win at New England. Juice is loose. Yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. Jamie, I'm sorry. 1993, Minnesota Twins' Dave Winfield is the 19th player to get 3,000 hits. It's okay. Still my guy. Still your guy. I was happy. (coughs) I was excited for him. 1995... Greg Maddox proving that there's no such thing as needed as home cooking when he wins his record-setting 17th consecutive road game. Oh, man. This just in, Greg Maddox knew how to pitch. 2000. Sammy Sosa becomes the second player to hit 50 home runs in more in three seasons consecutively, joining Mark McGuire. <laughs> what, what a quinky dink, right? Yeah, well, you know. I think he's the only player to have 60 multiple times. I wonder what the inside of his body looks like. Strange. (laughs) That would be the way I would go there. And in 2018, Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes sets an NFL record of 10 touchdown passes in the first two weeks of a season, torching Pittsburgh secondary for six TDs and leads the Chiefs to a 42-37 victory on the road. Seems like every time you turn around, he's done something crazy. Like last night was his 22nd win as a starting quarterback. And since the merger in 1970, he's like the fastest to get to that number. Or was it 25? Whatever the number was, he was the fastest. He's he's always the fastest to get to something. Patrick Mahomes? Yes. 22nd win as a starting quarterback? Divisional. Okay. I was going to say, he's got way more than 22 (laughs) wins. I think it's 22 in, in division wins. I saw that stat real quick, but it just, I probably shouldn't have said it without being totally accurate on it, but, you know, what do you expect from me? Uh, <laughs> kind today, of mumbling over there. What was that? <laughs> today is National Guacamole Day, which, I'll be honest, not a huge fan. I'm generally out on the guac. I love that other people like guacamole, yeah. and I support them in their endeavors. I would rather have queso. Okay. I will fully admit that I have never... Ever. <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Had, had, had a whole bowl of guacamole. I had guacamole touch my mouth, tongue, anything. Okay. Not one tiny bit of it. There are, there are times I've, when I can get behind it. I've not tried and said, eh, not for me. I just look at it and say, okay. nope, not for I, me. I got you. Yep. It, it is also National Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day. Oh, man, I can get all kinds of behind that. Yeah. Yes. Especially when Definitely. it's fresh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it feels like people who like guacamole really like guacamole. Everybody yes. in my family does. They love it. They use it on so many mm-hmm. different, or eat it on so many different things, whatever. Yeah. But it's just not for me. Uh, instead of birthdays today, we're going to get to those because there's a couple tomorrow that are a little more important. Tomorrow, happy birthday, former Texas Tech baseball players. Johnny Drozd turns 31. Wow. And uh, yeah, time flies. He wasn't a great pitcher. 
for Texas Tech really in any way, shape, or form. But former pitcher Patrick Mahomes turns 27 tomorrow. Wow. Today, Nick Jonas is 30. Amy Poehler, 51. Oral Hersheiser, 64. Robin Yunt, 67. Tim Raines, 63. And Matt Harrison is 37. I guess Robin Yount. Isn't that what I said? Oh, you said Yunt. I said Yunt. My apologies. That's right. Uh, And on this day in 1620, a group of individuals were tired of being in England. So they got on their boat and headed to the U.S. (laughs) They get on the Mayflower. They got on the Mayflower. The Santa Ana. No, the Santa Ana was way before. Way before then. What was the other? There's two other ships. The the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Oh, Santa Maria. Thank you. Um, But that was in uh, 1492. This was in 1620. Uh, They would later land at uh, Plymouth Rock Mm -hmm. and uh, form a colony in And then a trucking company, weirdly enough. I don't understand how that happened, but uh, Mayflower, 1620 today. Okay. And that's this day in sports history. That's this day in sports history. 6.52 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Take your thoughts and comments this morning on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double-t-97.3.com for that. Or the mobile app, Benchmark Hotline, is open as well this morning if you would like to journey on with us with regard to that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, somebody wants to know: Do you eat avocados otherwise? No. No, I'm out on the avocado. Which is why I'm out on guacamole. Yeah. Again, like the guacamole uh, is a very, very occasionally. Now, the lucky lady, she loves her some guacamole, but uh, I'm, I'm just not. Uh, I'm not as hip to it as as others. And listen, if if I'm with a group of people and they want guacamole in a, mm-hmm. a Mexican restaurant. Sure. Go for it. I will have all the queso to myself. That'd be a you do you. Right? No, no. I encourage you to eat the guacamole. I'll take the queso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, we will have uh, friendship football on the air for you tonight. They take on Abilene on the road. 630 the broadcast time. 7 o'clock kick. So they'll be in the in the pre-game show here in, uh, in about 12 hours or so. So look forward to uh, look forward to that. Of all the many reasons, Jeff, that I'm happy that I moved to the South, queso is one of them. I don't think I ever knew queso existed when I lived in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And then you do like chili con queso, and you can have some fun with it, and to put some different things in it. Yeah, big fan. Well, I'm not going to go that route, but yeah. Some fun things in it. That's, that's, that's not usually things I talk about with food. I want to put some fun things in my food. <laughs> well, no, like, it's not, it doesn't just have to be cheese and salsa. Like, you yeah. can throw some hamburger in there, you put some sausage in there. Yeah, that's Dip, fair. Um, you, I like that. You, you can do some things with it other than just the cheese and salsa. One of the things that uh, Coach McGuire was asked about on his radio show last night, if he was ever worried that they were going to lose the ball game, he said, yeah, fourth and 20. <laughs> He said, but he said, I would have, I would have been so disappointed if he said no. <laughs> he said, yeah, fourth and 20. Yeah. He said, when they let, he said, when they let Donnie out of the pocket, the guy came out of coverage and hit JB. The guy came out of coverage and then he hit JB. He said, if he hadn't, he said, Donnie might have scored. That he, that the, that the hole might have been so open that he might have, he might have been able to just run it in himself. So maybe. Um, the other thing he, and I, for those of you playing golf this weekend, coach McGuire had this tip for you. And he said, his dad taught him this. 
if you put Carmex on the front of your driver where the ball hits the the driver, he said, you'll hit it straight every time. That's what he says. He said, Vaseline works too. I don't know if that's illegal or not, but apparently Coach McGuire puts Carmex on his driver. You know, like it makes it go straight. Makes it makes it go straight. <laughs> makes the makes the ball go straight. You call you call you throw a flag on that flags. Okay. I mean, if you mistime it, and you <laughs> shank it. I don't or, know. Like, you know. I mean, that's what he said. I mean, if you. That's what he said. Yeah. That's what he said. I, I don't think that's gonna fix my slice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike says this. Hey, guys, good morning. Uh, had to work late this morning. What did I miss? Man, you missed a great hour. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. I do have some uh, quick facts for you on uh, North Carolina State Okay, that I think you'll find interesting. Uh, their quarterback, and we'll hear Coach McGuire talk about him in just a second. His name is Devin Leary. He's actually left-handed. But he throws right-handed? Yeah. And so um, when he was a kid, he wanted to play baseball with his brother, and only a right-handed glove was available, so he began to throw with his right hand. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Which, uh, you know, when you think about it, shouldn't it be a left-handed glove because you're throwing right? Because the glove's on your left hand if you're throwing right. Yeah, um, I I get where you're going, but I'm wrong. I, I realize that, right? I, I just put you back into the twilight zone here. I I don't know that I have ever said a left-handed glove. Okay. I think I say a left-hander's glove. Okay. Or a right-hander's glove. Well, the left-hander's glove goes on the right hand because I'm left-handed. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's it's one of those brain teasers. So anyway, Devin Leary actually left-handed, but because he only had a right-handed glove that went on his left hand, he throws right-handed. Um, how about this? One of their running backs, his name is Jordan Houston. Okay. When he was ten years old, he was the second fastest kid in the United States in the one hundred meters competing for USA Track and Field. Isn't that pretty cool? He's got some speed, I imagine. Yeah, yeah he's got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the second fastest kid. I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know what. I don't know what happened to him. But he, he's rushed the ball so far this year twenty times, uh, eighty-eight yards gross. He's lost seven yards, so eighty-one yards on the net. He has not scored a touchdown. His longest uh, so far this year is fourteen yards. So, if you see that guy down there, he's like, man, he's got some speed. Then mm-hmm. you know why, because mm-hmm. he's had speed since he was. Since he was 10 years old. Um, another guy. How about this? Derek Pitts, when he was six, playing for the South DeKalb States, which was a midget league team in Atlanta. Because, I mean, he's six, so he's small, right? Midget football. They probably don't call it that anymore. It probably offends somebody. Uh, he took his first handoff, ran nearly 60 yards in the wrong direction before spiking the ball in the end zone. So then he's looking for his teammates to celebrate because he's six, right? He wants to celebrate. But then he realized, hey, I'm in the wrong end zone. Probably his mom and dad were yelling at him. So he picked up the ball and ran 100 yards the other way for a real touchdown. (laughs) How about that? 
Huh? <laughs> What's the other team too? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they, they're they're six as well. The the kicker, the kicker Christopher Dunn, who I've told you is their all time leading scorer. He's like he everything he kicks he makes. He he made himself a field goal that he welded to himself while he was in high school. For his backyard, I guess. I mean, this is stuff that you need to know, Jamie. So that when you're, you know, sitting there with your family, you can you can tell them uh, all about all about these things. And then one last thing. And if I, I start telling my family these things, they'll get up and walk away. <laughs> probably because they're like, where's dad and what have you done with him, right? We just want to watch the game, dad. <laughs> you don't provide you don't provide running commentary during the game do they do they ask you for your expert advice while you're watching the game no dad, do they say dad what are we doing no they don't do, do that do they do that at your house well we have conversation about it yeah i mean we're there's there's all kinds of commentary running around my house about all different kinds of things hmm. uh one one last thing for you that I, that you will not find fascinating but i did jeff may others may uh, this guy named chandler zavala if that name sounds familiar, he's a grad transfer, by the way. His dad is Demetrio Zavala, who is a chef and chopped grand champion on the Food Network. I bet you he could cook some tailgate. <clears throat> I bet he could. Right. You should swing it by your house. <laughs> Let's uh, listen to Joey McGuire and uh, hear his uh, coach McGuire on the NC State quarterback, Devin Leary. Um, some of the guys that they have, you know, it's a veteran team, uh, have a little bit of history with their quarterback. I didn't personally recruit him, but we did offer him whenever I was at the school in Waco. And, um, you know, he had a connection with Coach Rule because he's, uh, I believe, from Jersey, and so they knew each other. I mean, he's a pro. He's, he's going to play in the NFL. I mean, he, he's a real deal. So it's going to be a, a really a, a test for us. That's uh, Joey McGuire. I got to watch a replay of uh, their game against, what was it, Southern? Charles, Charleston Southern. Southern. Yeah. yeah, Charleston Southern. And I, I thought he was really impressive, okay. both with his feet and, and with his arm. He was extremely accurate. But that being said, they defended the pass about as well as Murray State did, and every receiver was wide, <laughs> wide open. open. So okay. um, hard, kind of hard to judge him. But I, I was I was very impressed. He, he looks like he's going to be a handful for the Red Raiders. Look at you with the coach's clicker in your hand watching the watching the, watching the team that we're playing. That's that's. It was on, and I was like, okay, well, I'm interested to see what they look like. Yeah, no, I think yeah. that's really good stuff. Yeah, I didn't go searching for it. Okay. Uh, Devin Leary so far this year, 33 of 58, one interception, 449 yards, five touchdowns, his longest for 40 yards. Uh, speaking of um, Texas Tech and the uh, and the quarterback, uh, Coach McGuire talked about um, the offensive line, which we think uh, we all know this is critical, and working with Donovan Smith for a second game. Because remember, the two weeks before the first game, he got no reps with the first team uh, because all those went to Tyler Shuck getting ready for the season. It's going to help being uh, game two with those guys. Um, you know, we, we definitely can play better. <clears throat> and, you know, we had a staff meeting this morning to challenge each other that, you know, a lot of times things, when you win, you can look past because you're winning. And uh, that's not this staff. Like, we want to fix no matter if we're winning or losing. We're going to make sure the issues, whatever shows up on film, that we're attacking, you know. And, and uh, 
giving up the sacks we you know we've talked about uh, I think at the end of the day the film's going to be really good because uh, the guys <clears throat> some of it was getting beat early and having to settle in some of it was being a, a lot of a brand new offensive line and then uh, you know Kitley be the first person to tell you and he probably will I mean some of it is play calling making sure we're ahead of the sticks so we don't have to get in third down to where they know that we're throwing the football and they can pin their ears back and really come after us. So got a mixture of things that we could keep getting better at and learned a lot from that game. Uh, that play calling comment is interesting. And I don't know what I would have done different. I don't, I don't have any suggestions of what I would have done differently, but kind of leads you to wonder, does he think that there's some, there were some plays called that should have been called differently because they didn't get ahead of the sticks and they found themselves you know, third and long and maybe in an obvious passing down? Well, I think uh, you're what he's talking about there, where even if you win, you have to look back and say, what do you, what would you have done differently? What could we be better at? Mm -hmm. I think that's the same exact thing right there. I mean, even though that you, you, you win the game or you find a way, uh, clearly they weren't thrilled with the way the offense looked. Mm -hmm. And so if you're taking every aspect into the offense, whether it be offensive line play, quarterback play, you know, your skill position guys or, or the guy calling the plays and how you're executing them, I mean, I don't think you just stop and say, okay, well, we won, so the play calling was good. And I can't think of anything where I was sitting there frustrated or feeling like that was a stupid play call or anything like that um i it, i continue to feel like your play calling is being affected by your your offensive line struggles and your confidence by the play caller mm -hmm. in that offensive line it changes the way you do things so i, I mean i think that's going to be a struggle for us all season long and again unless you see improvement along the o-line yeah uh, a number of people have written in on the yates flooring center chat line i love how coach says when i was at that school in waco uh, I do. I do too. I think that's <laughs> the school in Waco. I like it from Red Raider Two Guns. You like that? Yeah, I wouldn't. It, it wouldn't bother me if he said Baylor. Baylor either. No, I know. Yeah, it's, yeah. but that's fine. Yeah, it's just it's that's just his, his thing. Yeah, he likes yeah, to do that. That's fine. Okay. <clears throat> All right, seven twenty-five this morning here on the morning drive. Jamie's got. You probably have a lot of questions. You probably question yourself more than you question Jeff and I. You question Jeff and I, but you really have a question for us next. I do. Is that, would you agree with maybe any and all of that? Yes, I have a question for you next. <laughs> Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Yes, sir. We are here anxiously awaiting your big question for Jeff and I and our fine listening audience. Okay, starting last Saturday, the Red Raider football team definitely started a difficult stretch of games. You're able to pass test number one, but I'm just looking at the next two games. Mm -hmm. Which of the next two games for the Red Raider football team do you feel like Texas Tech has a better chance to win? At NC State, home against Texas. This is low-hanging fruit. I feel like it's... Uh... I feel like it's Texas um, for lots of different reasons. Um, chief among them is, you know, there'll be a lot of energy in the stadium. Um, 
you'll hopefully have a, you know, quarterback, you know, same quarterback, you know, starting three straight games. So you feel like you've got some experience there, especially with, you know, working with the offensive line. I feel like the defense can get to their guy. So I'm going to say Texas. It's low-hanging fruit since you've dominated Texas at home <laughs> yeah. in recent history. Well, compared to the... I mean, you just... I mean, just... Boy, Longhorns come here and they just shake in their boots. And, yeah. Well, I can't wait. Can't wait to take our L and head back to Austin. Mm-hmm. I, when he, was the last time we beat him at home? I don't have those notes yet. I don't have all that? <laughs> I don't have that in my head yet. I'm sorry. Was it 2008? Have you gotten a win at home since then? Oh... I know you've got two wins in Austin mm-hmm. since then. Yeah. I don't know that you've got one here. Yes, Red Raiders will be looking for their first home win over their in-state rival since 2008. So that's uh, yeah. 14 years. Yeah, low-hanging fruit. <laughs> the guy who caught the touchdown-winning pass has retired from the NFL. From yeah. the NFL, yeah. 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 So, uh, and yeah. his name's on the side of the stadium. His side's on the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, every, this is going to sound insane. Everything that you look at with regards to the rankings of these two teams and uh, with NC State and Texas should tell you that NC State is going to be the harder opponent because it's on the road. You've got Texas at home. But because of all of that, I'm saying NC State's going to be the harder game to win. And that sounds insane. I sound like a crazy person right now. Because I'm extremely nervous about this week's game. I haven't even started worrying about next week's game, which might have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared of next week's game, too. Because which Texas team are we going to see? Okay, so I told you guys earlier my confidence level for this game is about is about 40%, right? right four. Four, <laughs> four out of ten. Yeah. Right? 40%. <laughs> okay. I think my confidence level for the Texas game, as of right now, mm-hmm. as of right now, is is probably at 50 percent okay okay so while i think you're nowhere near low-hanging fruit <laughs> that's probably the wild comment i do feel and, and a big part of this is i'm really anxious to see what texas looks like this weekend with their quarterback situation i mean they could be playing third string guy which doesn't mean they will definitely be playing third string guy against us but I, I don't know. I want to see what they look like. I want to see how banged up they are after last week. I think Texas is probably better than we thought they were going to be, but I don't know that they're at the level that they played last week against Alabama. I think that was Alabama playing down to them a little bit. Okay. Um, so, you know, a home game and atmosphere and all that you mentioned, yeah. I think is is completely fair. Uh, I, th- I think those are, those are good points. And... NC State, I just, uh, I don't, I don't look at them as world beaters. I don't look at them and saying we can't beat them. Mm-hmm. I just think playing on the road um, makes it's gonna make gonna make it difficult. Okay. And they're they're such a veteran squad. And like you pointed out earlier, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, you're a young team. And um, I don't know. I I just think it, playing at home is gonna make a difference. So I think they're both difficult. Uh, I again, I favor NC State in this one. I think next week's a coin flip, and I usually kind of laugh at Chuck when he talks about, "Well, you know, you've beaten this team twelve times in a row, so you know." And I'm like, well, "That doesn't mean you're going to beat them this time." Well, 
I don't know what it is, but when the longhorn longhorns come here, we seem to find a way to shoot off all ten toes. Okay, <laughs> we can we kick an onside kick directly to the guy who's got a straight shot for the end. Yeah, I mean all ten toes, they're gone by the end of the game. Okay, I, love I mean that. we. That's awesome. Maybe that's, that's why we pooched kick, pooch kicked because yeah. we had shotten off our toes. Okay, I, I don't. So I mean, all these things have me fearful of. Chuck's low-hanging fruit. Okay, so let me let me ask you this question: If you looked at the next two games, what would be your percentage? You think of us splitting? Not not saying which team's going to win or which game you're going to win. Like mm-hmm. if, of splitting, is it is it fifty or higher? No. Okay. It's a, I would say it's a, like a thirty-three percent chance of that happening. Of splitting. Of splitting. Okay. Man. Okay. All right. Uh, where, where would you put it? Oh, I, I was going to go like 50. 50% chance of us splitting. Splitting, yeah. I figured since you had 40 for... So what's your confidence level for the Texas game? Uh, Well, I'm at 35, so I'm, I'm at 55. 55. Okay. Really? Really? I'm at a 12 today. And I don't feel great about next week either. You're at twelve percent today. Yes. Okay. Twelve. <laughs> I'm at twelve percent for this week's 12. game. 12%. I'm super nervous about going into NC State. On okay. Tomorrow. Well, so what are you for next week? Then? Uh, I haven't even started worrying about that okay, game yet. Got I've got you. enough to worry about right now. But I don't feel great about it either. Okay. okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm just drinking. I've had some extra Kool Aid this morning. I don't know. We have not had Kool Aid in our refrigerator. There's so many vari- variables here. I mean, I don't go into the stretch, Chuck, saying we can't go two and zero. I mean, I really think we're good enough to beat both teams. <clears throat> I really do. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, improving on the offensive line is a big part of it. You know, and and it, but if the ball bounced your way and you forced some turnovers, mm-hmm. man, I don't, I don't think that you should go into either one of these games feeling like. We don't have nearly the talent they do. We're going to get blown out of the water. I, I hope we don't get embarrassed. I don't think you should feel that way at all. Yeah. I really don't. But, man, I'm, I don't go in. I wish that if that NC State game was at home, I might be able to flip that from 40 to 60. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I've, I'm up to 50% in the Texas game. Okay. Uh, Josh says, I feel we can win over North Carolina State. Uh, I feel we can. Yes, I don't. I'm not saying it's impossible, but mm-hmm. I, but but I, I'm gonna tell you now. I don't think we will, but I definitely think we can. Uh, this, if y'all were betting men, this person knows that we're not, for the most part, betting men because we don't. I mean, I bet lunches and stuff like that. I bet the show will get weird every day. Would you take Tech plus ten points this weekend? Yeah. I don't want to give away my prediction. I think I'm going to pick Tech to fall just short of that. Okay, just short of that. Right. 7.39 this morning here on the morning drive. And, you you too? Yeah, you. I don't... <laughs> don't let me be the only one that's wrong, Chuck. Okay, no, okay. Um, I think I would take Tech plus 10. Okay. I think I would take Tech plus 10. For, for whatever reason, I, f- I have this feeling that if you lose, you're going to get blown out. But... I'll take the tech plus 10. And blown out means lose by 14 or more. 
That would be my definition of blown out today if you lose by 14 or more. Yeah, I guess, I mean, semantics, but I mean, if it's 38-24, I don't feel like you got blown out. Okay, depending on what depending on what happens, yeah. Late touchdown or something like that. I mean, like if that. it's... Uh... 17 to 3. Okay, I'll call that a blowout. Okay. Uh, Johanna says this, my confidence level will depend on how Houston handles Kansas. We're going to pick that game in upon further review. Houston and Kansas. Yeah, that's an, I think that's a fun one this yeah. weekend. What, yeah. what time is it being played? I don't have the... Oh, don't act like you don't have it tattooed on I your do not, wrist. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm, I don't have it on my, I don't have it on my fist. That's a 3 o'clock game. <laughs> That's it. I got a couple of problems this weekend with the kickoff time. So this would have been the week to have the 11 a.m. kickoff for me on the road for the Red Raiders. It would have been far more convenient for me, but it, uh, I'll deal with it. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t com or the mobile app. You can uh, access that through the double t mobile app, courtesy of uh, Happy State Bank. <clears throat> Benchmark hotline is open as well, too, this morning. Texas Tech takes on number 12, North Carolina State, 12th in the coaches' poll, 16th in Associated Press. Uh, both teams are 2-0 and o on the season. Both teams have played a game that was close. Both teams have played a game that wasn't close. So, uh, make of that of which you want. Uh, Tech has never in the history of ever defeated non multiple non-rate conference opponents in the regular season in program history. Okay? So, you got a little history working against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey McGuire looking to become the fourth coach in program history to go 4-0. Leach, Kingsbury, and a guy named, I'll say Cat, named Del Morgan. That 1941 season probably got lost in the wash of WW2. Oh, maybe so. You know, I mean, they probably they probably were getting ready to maybe have a you know pretty good recruiting season, and then you know Pearl Harbor came upon us. Uh, North Carolina State will return ten starters defensively. That's a problem. Um, they've given up about 267 yards a ball game, uh, and just under 12, 11, well, 11 and a half points a ball game. Texas Tech, though, uh, has uh, been averaging 441 yards per game passing, 536 yards per game total offense. But can you keep that, can you keep that up? That's, that's the big question. Tough opponent, no doubt. No, no doubt. On the road. Yeah. <clears throat> you mean non-conference? Yeah, non. Yeah, non-conference. Ranked non-conference. Sorry. Again, sometimes my brain goes faster than my mouth. I know that's hard to believe. <laughs> I mean, how fast I talk. Yeah, I mean, your mouth is. Uh, it's it's got some wheels. Uh, remember this, Malik Dunlap uh, come, came to Texas Tech from North Carolina State. He was there for 23 games, 10 starts, and uh, had 41 tackles plus 13 breakups. He's a native of Charlotte, and he's the only Red Raider uh, on the roster from the state of North Carolina. Okay? So he knows of which what we're going into, and Coach McGuire talked about that he would 
kind of give them a little bit of a um, you know insight on, of what to maybe expect there at Carter Finley. Okay. Um, also, uh, Tech Associate Head Coach Kenny Perry had previously worked with uh, North Carolina State's, State Safety's Coach Joe DeForest. Those two were on the same staff at KU in 2016. Okay. Um, somebody says this off the Yates Flooring Center chat line. My granddad was on that 41 team. How about that? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Which wins in a drag race, Chuck's Mouth or his Pinewood Derby car? Hmm. That's a great question. I think he said it was doing 320 or 320, something. 320, yeah. That's what it was clocked at. I mean, I, you know, I don't make this stuff up. I had a picture <laughs> to prove it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Pinewood Derby car if yeah. it was going 320 miles an hour. Yeah. Right. I know you're clearly interested in this, but Jamie, back to back times, Texas Tech has won on September 17th. And both times, the last two times, oh. they've they've scored fifty nine points. They uh, they beat Louisiana Tech fifty nine forty five and won at New Mexico fifty nine to thirteen. I remember that game because I went to that game and I stood on the top of the press box watching that game, watching the lightning that was all around, and never got struck. That game got the game got stopped because of lightning and it was. Way, way off to the west. And I was standing on the top of the press box like, hey, it's way over there. <clears throat> also lost to Oklahoma in 1994 at OU, 17 to 11. That was during the defensive struggle days. Well, the defensive days of Texas Tech. They weren't struggles. We, yeah. Offensive struggle days. They had eight safeties, in a, or excuse me, four safeties and a field goal in that game. <laughs> okay, funny guy. <laughs> Okay, funny guy. <laughs> uh, this, we got uh, bicyclists uh, taking radar uh, on the south loop and slide. That's a convenient, convenient spot for them. Okay. There's plenty of fast food right there and, you know. Bicyclists? Mm -hmm. So that's your way of, like, motorcycle disparaging cops. motorcycle cops? No, I'm, I'm not cop. trying to disparage anybody. I was just saying bicyclists. Bicyclists? Well, they, somebody said motocop, and I was just trying, again, trying to be funny, but um, clearly I was... Clearly, I was not. Somebody says, are you sure you didn't get struck? Pretty sure. Pretty sure I didn't get struck by lightning. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Hey, I found this. <laughs> Whether you'll find this interesting or not, I, I highly doubt it, but I think you will. So one of their one of their big guys. Um, you don't have to start every comment with whether or not you'll find whether you think I'll find this interesting. Just just go with it. OK. OK. That's probably well said. OK. Economy of words. Yeah. North Carolina State wide receiver Thayer Thompson. Thayer Thomas. Okay. It's, it's an interesting name, Thayer. Thayer Thomas. Yep. Okay. He was coached in high school by Tory Holt. Tory Holt leads North Carolina State's all time in touchdown receptions. Okay. And now he's like challenging his records, which he is, kind is of, kind right? Of a cool deal. He is. He has now 21 for his career uh, after eight TD catches last year and one in the season opener. So now he is uh, tied for second with Jericho Kochery, but he trails Torrey Holt by 10. So his 21, while it's tied for second there, he'd be tied for ninth at Texas Tech. Mm -hmm. Behind 
Michael Crabtree with 41. The Leveland coach, Lyle Leon with 32, which is just always so fascinating to me that Lyle Leon is second, you know, on the on the all-time list for touchdown receptions in Texas Tech history. Well, he's a good player, and he yes. definitely had great leaping ability and mm-hmm. clearly made plays near the goal line, had a kind of a nose for the football in that area of the field. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Eric Ward is in third place at 31. But, yeah, he'd be tied for ninth at Texas Tech with 21. That just kind of goes to show you how prolific things have been here uh, with the Red Raiders. So kind of keep keep that in mind. Uh, let's see. Chuck Lightning can strike from six miles away. Yes, we know. We know. We know. We know. That will probably be my fate in life. I'll get struck by lightning. You guys will go, ha, ha. I don't think we'll go, ha, ha. You won't? I think we might say, rather ironic. <laughs> but we might say, I guess he can't dodge it. Sorry about you. Sorry about you. <laughs> well, if you're in a lightning delay and you're standing on top of the press box, mm-hmm. sorry about you. Sorry about and you. And you get hit by lightning. Yeah, sorry, sorry about, about you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got uh, another report of a bicycle cop, bike cop. Don't. Motorcycle. Don't let Chuck shape you. <laughs> Don't it's, fall into his little trap. It's funny. I think that's what the parents say to the grandkids. Don't let Big Paw shape you. I think that's that's probably what they say privately. In front of me, they're like glowing. But behind me, they're probably like, don't let, don't fall into the Big Paw trap, okay? And just <laughs> kind of follow along. But just know that that's not always the best way to go. Right? <laughs> I tell my kids not to fall into my trap. Yeah. So 85th in Indiana. And that's another sneaky little spot that I used to fall victim to, you know, at least close to falling victim to when we were located south of town at uh, 98th and University. And we've we've moved the compound to downtown. Just to avoid the police officers for Chuck. Even though we're like a block away from headquarters, Mm. you know, a couple blocks away from, I mean, you go over there, man, they're thick as thieves. You know, <laughs> and they're building it. It's, it's, and just like our building is thick as thieves with radio guys, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're thick as thieves. They're thick as thieves. It's where they go to work. Where, where, they go to, where they go to work. They're getting ready to have a new one. Um, just to, but, and you can see it from here. So, you know, you'll know when Commissioner Gordon is there. <clears throat> okay. Uh, 824 this morning here on the morning drive. Uh, somebody reports this according to NOAA Weather Radar. 83 and light winds in Raleigh. I think there's a... Sounds nice. I've, I've seen some people that are kind of heading that way, moseying that way to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, this yeah. is, it's a sold-out crowd. So obviously, it'll be pre- predominantly North Carolina State fans, but I think you'll have some scattered Red Raiders in there. Sure. Remember, they'll all be, like, down around the end zone uh, on the east side. That's where they... And that's where we put their fans imposing teams fans as well so that's if you'll do that you've been listening to the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 for more from lubbock sports station go to double t 973.com